who's the most terrible of them all? It's Hollywood Lean. Hey, all you terrible people. Welcome to Everyone is Terrible. I'm your host, Hollywood Lean. Joining me today from the 90 Days Gay Podcast, it's Matt Marr. Hi, sugar. I'm laughing as you're saying that because everyone is terrible right now and we're calling them out on this shit and I love it. This is my new project and Matt, I'm so excited to have you on this. Girl, this is great. This is you because we've been squirrel friends for like two or three years and we've done stuff, but all the time, Lean is like, (laughs) this person's terrible. Like you use that word all the time. So when I saw that you're calling the show, everyone is terrible. I'm like, bitch, you say that all the time. Let's kick it off with a couple things that are not so terrible. Um, Just to give you guys some balance because it's all about balance here. Katy Perry had a baby. She named the baby Daisy Dove Bloom, which normally I hate celebrity names, but I actually think this isn't terrible. Well, again, this is why we're friends, because I didn't even know you were going to talk about this. So I already have a deep investment in story about this. Um, (laughs) I can't make fun of this name. It's so cute. It's so cute. I'm like, I can't be mad at Katy Perry. Like, she's got a cute baby. We've all seen the nude pictures of Orlando Bloom. He's got an amazing dick. Like, and I mean, she's living her best life right now. So her music, it's fine, but she loves the gays. So I have to love her. You know what I mean? I know the best dog psychic if Orlando needs to talk to a dog psychic. Oh, that would <laughs> be I'm, so great. Oh my God. We should have a little special on that. I'm that LA bitch. <laughs> <laughs> You're so LA. I'm like, I have the best dog psychic. <laughs> my, my family from Oklahoma, if they listen to this, they'd be like, what the fuck, Matthew? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God bless you for talking about Orlando Bloom's dick. God, it's you know. nice. It is. He was just showing it off for all it of is. Europe. Good for he them. Could, he could legless my ass any day of the week. <laughs> <laughs> we have a lot to cover, so let's get into it. Bella Thorne makes $2 million off OnlyFans. In 24 hours, breaks the record. Everyone's going crazy. Thorne is believed to be the reason why the platform's tipping system has now changed affecting hundreds and thousands of content creators on the app. Bella Thorne was sending personal messages to her fans saying, if you send me $200 for a pay-per-view tip, I'll send you a picture of me naked. And then she wouldn't send them a picture of her naked. She would be clothed, scamming thousands of people, them wanting their money back. OnlyFans is struggling to come up with $2 million to pay her. So everyone that also gets paid on the app is now being delayed. There's people that we know on OnlyFans, I'm sure, mutually. Um, What do you think about this whole new digital sex world? And celebrities kind of jumping into this pond here. Okay, if we know good friends that are on OnlyFans, you've got to text me after this because I need to see. see. It's ironic that a lot of, again, we cover 90 Day Fiance and the multiverse of that. And there is starting like, several 90 Day Fiance fan people having OnlyFans. And just recently, like we had the first lesbian couple and one of them was did, made a lot of money from OnlyFans as well. I'm, I'm here for it. I'm here for people making money as long as they're not hurting themselves or putting themselves in bad situations at all. Um, I think the problem is, is that, look, if you're going to start an OnlyFans, people want to see tits, ass, and dick. Like they want to see, that's what, this isn't like we're being friends. People expect it to be pornographic. If we on a rare occasion pay for porn, we want to see the porn. Oh yeah, I would be very, very mad. Especially if that creator is DMing me, telling me that I'm going to get something for tipping her 
$200, which now the tipping system has changed. You can only tip $100 and you can only charge $50 for a pay-per-view photo now. And this is all because of Bella Thorne. She's terrible. She's terrible. And because, you know, a lot of people, she's already famous. And a lot of people, this is how they supplement all their income. I mean, this is how they how they live. So, you know, if if you're pretty and you're not super talented, OnlyFans is a great option for you. Yeah. I said it. Sorry, but you know, I no, mean, it's true. There, it's and true. there's if you want to go that now there's some people that are freaky deaky and really deliver and like make like high art porn on like on not Patreon, but on OnlyFans. But that's few and far between. But um, but again, if you're out there listening, you're thinking, okay, good for you. But just remember, you've got to have production value. You just can't just show up there and then con people. It's got to be good. Well, that's just the lesson with everyday things. Everyone thinks they could do everything by just watching something. Yes. Oh, I no. see you have a podcast. I feel like I can do that. And then you go to step one and you realize this is actually work. 10,000 hours. You need, you need 10,000 hours of porn experience before you're an expert. Absolutely. Absolutely. So if you want to be a supporter of the show, it'll just keep me one step closer to getting out of that still or sparkling phase. Uh, that would be lovely because, you know, it's all here for the show. We do it for you guys. Um, yeah, Leon doesn't want to do porn. He can't. His <laughs> partner said no. He cried to me for like 30 minutes. Fucking support him. Give him $5. Bitch works for it. Thank you. If I had a 20-inch penis, then maybe I would. If I, if I was same, big, same. If I was Aaron and Denise Richards, they should make an OnlyFans. People would love that shit. They would. Is Denise Richards, by the way, is she guesting on Young and the Restless? Either it's that one or Bold and the Beautiful. It's one of the maybe soaps. it's Bold and the Beautiful. But I saw her and I'm like, girl, good for you for not getting facial work because she looked rough. Oh, yeah. She hasn't tightened everything up. We'll get into that when we talk about Beverly Hills. Okay. Um, the Bravo breakdown is coming up, but I just want to touch on Ellen. I know we talked about it in our first couple podcasts, and we're not going to get so deep into it. But I just want to say that Rosie O'Donnell came out and kind of doubled down on Ellen, confirming everything that has been out there, but throwing in that she has some compassion because she thinks that Ellen just might be socially awkward. And she's like, I'm like that too. And I'm like... Is that a thing? Can you be a nationwide, syndicated, globally talk show host and be socially awkward and therefore you're mean to your production staff and guests? I read this and I thought, I don't know if Rosie is necessarily giving, giving her a pass of, I don't know. I feel like that was Rosie's way basically of saying, I don't want to throw her under the bus and I don't want to get called into this shit show, but I also don't want to defend her. I'm, I'm actually, do you know Chris Farah? Do you know her? She's a comedian. Um, no, but isn't she the comedian in LA that's also the waitress that yeah. uh, 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 allegedly almost got fired because Ellen DeGeneres called the restaurant owner and complained it's about It's not allegedly. Meals. It's true. I'm very, I'm good friends with Chris Farah. Well, and tell us the story. No, it's all what you've read and she's talked about. It is very true. She was like, she used to talk about it in her standup all the time, like waiting on Ellen. She had ch just chip nail polish working at Real Food Daily up on like, I guess that was Fairfax, wherever that is. And she served Ellen. And then a week later, she got, her manager got a call. She didn't get fired from it. I think her manager was kind of like, this is ridiculous. But literally, Ellen called a week later just to say, food was great, but it, her experience was ruined by wondering if she had chip nail polish in her food and that waitress needed to 
um, fix her nails. Get out of here, Ellen. Yeah, like, I real. just can't even deal it's with It's real. That. I also have other people that I know personal experience that I've had, and I'm not going to tell their stories, but y'all, if you're reading it, it's, it's all true. So Rosie's right. And like when Rosie said, oh, I don't go on her show because I don't like the scary stuff and all that. No bullshit. She doesn't go on her show, I bet, because Rosie probably has heard shit about her and doesn't want to go. Mm. Well, if you have any updates on Ellen, let us know. We've talked about this a couple times. You know, you got to be nice to people. I've waited on so many celebrities. I could do literally a segment on terrible people that I've waited on because there is several. But there's also lots of amazing, generous, um, very oh, yeah. down-to-earth people. You know, it's not all bad out there. Can I tell you a really quick story about yes, that? Yes, please. So one of my good friends is background singer. Like, she sang with all these different people, like... I mean, Michael Jackson, all these like huge A-list. She, like her big claim to fame is she was the voice of the woman on that Patrick Swayze song, She's Like the Wind. She's the female voice that you hear on that song. I'm like you, and I was like, who's the most terrible person you worked with? She's like, I'm not going to tell you that. She's like, but there were many. She's like, but I will tell you the best. And it's tied with two people. And I was like, ooh, who's the best? And she said, the best two people that I've ever worked with that were so giving so nice to everyone, so professional, so sweet, and so kind. The first one was Dolly Parton. Mm, love her. And, and the second one was Liza Minnelli. Oh, wow. Icon. And, I, and what I love about that, there is one woman grew up in the South in a shack on the mountain, and another woman grew up as royalty, the daughter of Judy Garland, yet they both made the choice to be really kind and really professional to people. So I agree with you. There is never an excuse to not be kind to people, ever. And that's Ellen's whole thing, which is kind of like the ironic thing. Like you exactly. need to be kind to everybody. Yeah. <laughs> Let's get into our Bravo breakdown where we will name the terrible people of the Bravo sphere for this week. Uh, let's get into it. Beverly Hills is officially over. We have the season finale and the trailer is out and there's lots of terribleness. It's still COVID style. They're filming over Zoom, but the quality is amazing and everyone looks delicious. We are. It's actually kind of me. Oh, f***ing shut up. Denise, you lie, 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 lie. Denise f***ing Richards. And guess who brought up the threesome? Lisa f***ing Rinna. And Denise's husband going and getting a happy ending from like a hundred-year-old woman. Did she leave? She just left. Team Denise or Team Rena? I do enjoy Lisa Rena. Mm, no, she's a terrible friend. <laughs> She's a terrible friend, but she's great for TV. She was actually wearing the same dress that LVP wore at her reunion like four seasons ago, but uh, Lisa Renna is wearing it in gold, which I think is a little subliminal jab. And, you know, she's just terrible. We're going to talk about Beverly Hills in depth next week when the reunion actually comes out. But I want to move on to Real House of New Jersey. I did hear they're filming. It's in the air that they're filming right now. Danielle Staub wanted to throw her little hat into the ring. And so she came out on her podcast. It's called Absolutely Danielle. And she went after Andy Cohen. Is Andy ready for that? Is Andy ready for his son to know who he is? Because the Andy I know would hit up Grinder and go on three or four Grinder dates an evening. And these are people that are pretty reputable sources. I just don't, I don't even want to talk about 
the drugs and the partying. Like, uh, it seems very desperate to me. Um, it, it, it's not like I don't believe her. I think there is some truth into it. But, like, dads are allowed to go on Grinder, Right, Matt? Aren't dads allowed to go on Grinder? They are. She also talks about drug use, and she says not legal drug use. So we're thinking that, you know, obviously she's thinking cocaine. But come on. I mean, if I was Andy Cohen, I'd be doing coke off some guy's dick, too. Because look at him. He's rich, and everybody wants to have a show with him. Come on. I'm sure he is. But the point <laughs> is, like, she should be coming after him. She's basically saying, like, I'm mad at him for the last 10 years. She never petty. gave me the benefit of the doubt. He petty, never petty, really... Petty. Yeah, like, I feel like it's all, she's just trying to get revenge on him. It's very desperado. She, no, she's done. She's done. She's done. She said to him on the couch, she tried to leave with some dignity and be like, this is the last time you're going to see me. She could have said her piece then. So that's why I'm not really buying it, Danielle. And FYI, your podcast is terrible. It's painful to listen to. If I have to hear you say, um, and I have to hear you get through five minutes of of slow, dissipated talk to complete one sentence. The woman cannot say a sentence. It has to be drug out. It's, she's the slowest talker. So don't listen to the podcast. I mean, that, it's absolutely terrible. That name is stupid. Yeah, absolutely, That's, Danielle. It tells me nothing. Yeah, and her, her real name isn't even Danielle. It's Beverly. So she should have called it Absolutely Beverly. That's a way better name. <laughs> <laughs> well, Dorinda's leaving the Real Housewives of New York City. And I know you guys, I know. She's been mean. She's been drunk. But haven't we all? Haven't we all been that terrible drunk? I'm going to miss Dorinda. And let me tell you why. Because even though she's mean and she's a drunk, she has fun. She knows how to keep it real. And also, she went after Ramona, which is the most terrible person on the cast. But I do feel like Dorinda did lash out a lot this season. You know, she deflects a lot. She goes after you when she's unhappy. But she's delusional. It's the perfect recipe for a housewife. I think that a step back is needed. Maybe some self-reflection. But come back next season and, like, give it to us good. Sometimes you just need a little time off. But she, her contract did not get renewed. Therefore, Dorinda is technically fired, technically not coming back. I mean, it seems no secret, y'all. We, she probably has a drinking problem. Um, <laughs> and by probably water is wet. Um, or in this case, Dorinda is wet. Man, if she's not good TV. And I always enjoy, too, like, First of all, I want a hairstyle. I want a wig that looks like her hairstyle because it's just so <laughs> awkward all the time. And secondly, that woman, you can tell that either she's not good at it or her makeup artist hates her because it never looks good. And as someone who used to be a makeup artist... I'm I pretty always, sure she does her own makeup. Yeah, I'm pretty sure too. And I'm pretty sure she's drunker than Cooter Brown when she does it. And... Um, <laughs> It looks like she did like a paint by numbers on her face. And I don't think she would know a blending brush if it smacked her on the ass. But I, I wish her well. And I always love critiquing her makeup. And I would love to I would love to visit the Berkshires with Rihanna as Rihanna commented on her Instagram post said, I want to come over. Can you believe Rihanna commenting on Dorinda Medley's Instagram that she wants to come over? I want to be there too, girl. <laughs> I've spent many summers in the Berkshires and it is one of the most beautiful places in our country. It's so beautiful. I've, I've been to the Berkshires. I've, 
you know, I had, I went to a wedding there. It was gorgeous. The foliage and stuff. I will say though, at night it is terrifying. Oh yeah. It's fucking Blair Witch Project. Thank you very much. It is so the Blair Witch. We're in the middle of nowhere and there's a cemetery down the street. I know there was a cemetery. I taught at a a girl summer camp and we used to have, we, one year we had a group called the blowjob six, like six girls (laughs) snuck out of their cabin and gave blowjobs in the cemetery to the neighboring boys cabin. And I I was number one. And I was like, thank God I was a counselor. I'd be there. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I love a midnight blowjob. All right. Well, let's move on to Luann has a new song. And if you haven't listened to it, maybe you got a preview of her singing abilities last night on Real Housewives of uh, New York City episode. She sang happy birthday to Dorinda, who was leaving. And she sounded like James Earl Jones singing happy birthday. It was very manly. (laughs) Happy (laughs) birthday to you. Very, very slow, very drawn out. It was terrible. It was absolutely terrible. But she does have a new song called Viva La Diva, which I did talk about on Grant's Rand's podcast. But I wanted to revisit it because I really listened to the lyrics and I watched the video in full form as opposed to just a couple of clips. Matt Marr, what do you think about this terrible song? You know, I don't know if I want to say much because it's cruelty-free, just like me. You know, that was the best part, actually. It was the know. best part of the part. Um, you know, I, uh, I, I am a singer. I'm a trained singer. That was my undergrad degree. Um, so I was shocked that she uh, can sing lower than me. And I'm a bass baritone. So <laughs> uh, that was, I was like, whoa, someone's uh, balls dropped, um, I guess, when we recorded this. Uh, it's, it's a horrible song. And I... I Y'all, some of you might come for me, and I know a lot of people don't say this, but y'all, as a Drag Race fan, I'm just going to say it. This song is actually worse than RuPaul's music. Oh, my God. I love RuPaul's music, though. I mean, you know who I feel sorry for? And I'm, I know they got paid, but I'm so sorry for that fat white guy at the piano. He's just like, <laughs> fuck. He's the producer, Desmond Child, who put his name all over that song. It's all over her Instagram. Like, he is like, girl, I'm going to the top with you. He's not. He's like, you know, hopefully she's just going to buy me like two dancers at Mickey's. Are you watching Canada's Drag Race? I haven't yet. I'm going to. I haven't watched it yet, but you know Jeffrey, the one that that Jeffrey Chapman. He's so cute. Oh, he's so cute. He's Delicious. an actor from that show Unreal that nobody saw. So he is now one of the judges on Canada's Drag Race, which I already have an opinion about. So it starts to come out that the show's okay, but then I hear that Jeffrey Chapman is kind of the Simon Cowell. He told one queen who came out showing her butt. Uh, if you're going to show your, like, bare ass, you should use some all-body foundation, which is, like, I mean, I get where he's coming from, but do you have to, like, talk about her pimply ass on national television? That's kind of rude. That's terrible. It is, but the rest of us had to see that pimply ass on national television, so that's not <laughs> great either. <laughs> Fine, we're all terrible. At the end of the we're day, all... everyone's terrible. Bette Midler. Queen of the gays. I've seen oh. her in Vegas. She's fabulous. I mean, for the boys... I mean, did you ever know that you were my hero? I mean, she's just the best. But she did make fun of Melania Trump. She tweeted, oh, God, she still can't speak English. She did respond and say she was wrong to do that. She did tweet that out and said all accents are wonderful and welcoming. Um, I think that so it was the wrong thing to say. So she also tweeted, Melania lacks warmth so severely 
that I had to turn my AC down. I thought that was funny. That's so, great. So she tweeted the next day, well, all hell broke loose because I said Melania still can't speak English last night. Like, get that illegal alien off the stage. I thought that was the one that was a little too much. That bothered me more than, yeah. And, and again, I feel like what's hard about, y'all, if I ever get famous, my Twitter's going away. It's just going to be deleted immediately. Oh, You're girl, who are know. you telling? I, <laughs> like, it is just gone in a second. <laughs> like, bye. Before you guys even know about the movie contract, the Twitter will be deleted. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. So um, that, what, that actually, that one bothered me more um, just because of what, so many people who are immigrants in our country right now. And I'm just saying, let's look at Bette Midler's heart and the kind of stuff she said before. She's a good person. She's a good person. She just said the wrong thing. And let's not put cancel culture on her. Let's just say, I feel like we've schooled her. She's apologized. I think she's making the joke and it just didn't come off well that here is someone who persecute illegal aliens and illegal immigrants and Yet it's never addressed like her own status that she is an immigrant to this country. (laughs) And so I think that's the joke Bet was trying to make. And it just, you know, 100 and whatever, 240 characters, sometimes it doesn't land well. I agree. I think so much would happen if we would do some self-reflection. Even Melania, yeah. like if she would to address that sort of Oh, that bitch is divorcing him day after. Oh my God, she hates him. out. I'm out. She hates him so much. All the footage is so amazing. I'm like, girl, write a book. I want to know all about this shit. If they're if they're gonna silence you, do an Instagram live. We'll take that. Yes. (laughs) Well, that's pretty much it for the Bravo breakdown. We just covered, you know, a little bit of Beverly Hills. It's officially over. We're waiting for that trailer. Daniel Staub comes after Andy Cohen, but we're like, Danielle, come on, girl. Come on. It's tired. You're tired, and you said goodbye to us. We said goodbye back. Bitch, why are you here? Why are you here? Dorinda Medley is leaving Roni, and we're sad about it. And Luann is, she had a good season, and she has a new song. So if you want to listen to it, it's called Viva La Diva, but it is terrible. Who's your terrible person for the week? We had a lot of nominations. We talked about a lot of people today. But someone does have to be named most terrible for the week. I'm going to go on record and say... Probably the Countess Luann, because God, that song gets stuck in your head and you're hearing it like at midnight. And it, I literally was, Viva I'm, so, la diva. I'm so mad at you for it. I'm so mad at you for it. It's like in my head. So for me, that's the most terrible person of the week. Let the diva live in you. Oh, you know what? No, it's not her. It's that white guy piano player, Desmond, whatever his name is, that bitch who produced him. That's too terrible. I hope that one of his twinks from Mickey robs him. Are you getting a gay vibe from him? Is that why you're saying this? You have to be gay to make a song like that. <laughs> you cannot. You cannot. I don't know anything about his sexuality, but you guys, no straight guys like, so hey. I, I wrote know, this song called Viva Con- La Diva. Kanye or like, you know, um, Simon Cow. What? Hey, I made a song Viva La Diva. No, no, no. It's always, he's a queen. The most terrible person of the week. I'm going to go with Ramona because she shit on the floor in this recent episode. She shit on the floor and I heard she shits during sex. And you know what? If you're going to come after people, if you're going to be mean to your fans, then wear a diaper, girl. Okay? Depends. It's your friend. (laughs) 
Lisa Renna made six figures off those Depends, girl. You need to take a little check from that notebook. Okay. I heard that Ramona is confirmed to come back. Obviously, uh, Dorinda's not coming back. That's all I've heard so far. Um, I was inquiring about Sonia. I was inquiring about Leah. But I did hear they're going repl- to add about three more cast members to Roni. So expect a change in the next year. Real Housewives of New York City is going to be different next season. Uh, Salt Lake City, the trailer is up and it's coming out in November. So we will be covering that. Matt Marr, where can we find you? What do you want to promote? Thank you so much for coming on. Everyone is terrible. Of course. Yeah. And everybody can listen to um, my podcast, 90 Day Gays. You just can go to 90daygays.com. And- yes, Matt Mars' podcast is fabulous. It's so funny, obviously successful. So go over there, uh, play in the playground, come right back over here and support us. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> Throw a couple dollars at the site, y'all. It'll all go for production. Keep to- him away from OnlyFans. <laughs> now he's a prostitution whore. <laughs> <laughs> and he's been engaged 19 times. <laughs> prostitution whore. He's terrible. And he's the host of Everyone is Terrible. Thank you guys so much for listening to me. Um, I'm Hollywood Lee, and it's my favorite day of the week. This has been Everyone is Terrible. And remember... Send us your DMs because at the end of the day, everyone is terrible and you can end up on the list. So we'll see you guys next time. Bye, terrible people.